0: Welcome to the Real Time Real Talk On Purpose podcast, where we have real conversations with entrepreneurs, business owners, and visionaries who have taken their ideas from concept to reality as they authentically share their stories about the ups and downs of entrepreneurship while manifesting their vision in real time on purpose. Brought to you by Vision Concepts LLC, serving people on purpose, one destiny at a time. Well, we are super excited to have author Jacqueline Levy as the July Visionary of the Month. We are looking forward to all the tidbits she's going to give us and nuggets, and she's going to drop those gems, and she is your parent advocate. And you may say, well, I don't have any children at home, or you may say, I don't even have any children, but guess what? You have someone young in your life that may need you to show love to or mentor. It could be a neighbor, it could be someone else's family member that you have taken under your wing, and definitely if they have special needs, because that's what Jacqueline specializes in. So without further ado, we want to read about her background. Jacqueline Levy is your parent advocate. She's married for 33 years, mother of two grown daughters. The youngest has schizophrenia which started at a very young age. Schizophrenia is a chronic mental disorder characterized by inappropriate feelings and actions. It causes withdrawal from reality and personal relationship into fantasy and delusion and defective perception. This led her to the knowledge that raising and educating a child with severe disabilities, it is a very challenging and lonely journey. And it also led her to write and publish an 11-step self-help book entitled Fighting My For My Child's Life and a Prayer Journal, a 90 days of affirmations, and prayers. She has other resources as well, a mini course in schizophrenia. And these are just a few of the things that she wishes she knew starting this journey. This product, as well as others, are on her website. Our mission is to support and encourage parents, teachers, and caregivers that may be raising or educating a severely disabled child to understand that just because their child has a severe disability, mental or physical, it does not mean that their child cannot contribute to society. We so appreciate all that Jacqueline does and her organization. So without further ado, I introduce to some and present to others, the author Jacqueline Levy. Hey, Miss Jacqueline. (laughs) Hello, How are you (laughs) doing? Well, doing well. We are grateful to you for just taking the time to stop by. And we know that you will also not only fill us in as to what your amazing platform is about, but also to bring awareness of children in in particular that not only have schizophrenia, but maybe challenged in other areas too. You said it could be mental or physical. This is something that I don't think society talks enough about. And I love how you empower parents or caregivers, even teachers, individuals that have children with challenges that's in their sphere of influence, how you can better equip them to deal with the day-to-day. It's interesting that you have an adult daughter with the challenges, but you have some, you have an amazing testimony about her, but we're going to get to that. But before we really get into the meat of everything, what's your thoughts about people taking on something that they're passionate about that they may be experiencing? We know what prompted you to get into the advocation of children was your own experience. But what what's your thoughts on someone that may have something different that they're dealing with and it's their vision? What's your thoughts on someone having a certain experience, giving into the challenges by way of educating other people on that?
1: Okay. First of all, Jacqueline, thank you for having me. I'm glad you asked the question because I was pondering on this question and it's just what you're saying. I had really thought about it. I am not the person going out there doing the advocating for the people. I am the person behind the scenes telling these parents, and just like you said, it don't have to be parents of children with disabilities. It could be a mother, a father, or any family member with Alzheimer's. It could be someone that needs to be in the hospital for any other reason, not just mental, something else, caregivers. I am the person behind the scene trying to help them to make that transformation into becoming their loved one's biggest and best advocate, if you could understand what I'm saying.
0: Because so many times
1: we sit back and if we have something, like my, for my instance, um, I always use myself, I try to use myself, my child, if I would have just sit back and not become my child's biggest and best advocate, I wouldn't be sitting here today trying to encourage other parents, if that's the question you're asking people with disabilities, anything. You got a wide variety of things that you need to be an advocate,
0: that you need to stand up for yourself and your family members for. Absolutely. Thank you for sharing that because sometimes when we hear individual stories and we feel like, well, that doesn't relate to me, but you've given us some basic principles into whatever vision that we have that we can apply To our lives. And again, it doesn't necessarily have to be you having a child, but you may be an influence on someone uh, that faced with whatever challenge. It doesn't have to be mental, doesn't have to be physical, because let's face it, in society today, things have changed so drastically. And it, it is a challenge just to raise a child no matter where they are in life. So uh, we appreciate you for really sharing that and giving us that insight. So Jacqueline, our first question, we want to ask, what is your vision? Now, we know you are a parent advocate, and we know that you empower people to be their child's best advocate. So what initially is your vision? Jacqueline,
1: that's what I was getting ready to say. That is really my vision, that parents and caregivers would realize in many cases You are the only voice that that person has. And if you don't speak up, being an advocate is just speaking up on the behalf of the other person, because we have to realize these people has got a right to exist, no matter how severe they are, no matter what situation they're in, they have got a right to exist. So my vision is that we all would use our, I think it's our silver, I think we all have a silver duty to look out for the unfortunate, meaning people with disabilities, not only kids, people with Alzheimer's, people in comas, and all of the above. So yeah, that's that's, that's my biggest vision, that we would look out for the people less fortunate than us. Even if it's speaking on their behalf, you may not be doing anything, but if you see something going wrong, and you know you can fix it by saying something. You might not be able to fix it, but speak up and let people know that you are aware of this is going on, but it's not right. We should do this or try to do this.
0: You know what? <laughs> you can shout to the rooftops because you're right. We should look out for, for others that have challenges. And that should be a goal in our life to put ourselves in position where we can help someone in need, no matter what level they're on, what situation they're facing. And if we have the wherewithal, we have the resources. I totally agree we should make it our civil duty just to to be there for one another just imagine if everyone took on that mindset the world would be truly a much better place and so thank you for just pointing that out and reminding us just as a visionary it's not just us focusing on the thing that we are setting out to do or the mission if you will that we've been Call to. But also we do, as you just stated, need to be aware of our surroundings and, and see if there is someone that may need some support. So there's many ways that we can support people. Thank you so much, Jacqueline. So I also want to ask, why are you so passionate about your vision? We we really, we can tell, but we just want to hear from you.
1: Well, I, I had this firsthand experience to see what would have happened if I wouldn't have been passionate about my daughter, not only in the school setting, but in the healthcare setting as well. She wouldn't have gotten many of the things that she needed if I wouldn't have been a voice. And not only that, this is a topic for a whole another story. I have other relatives as well. A mother, she's deceased now. She was in a mental facility in Louisiana. It's called Jackson. And I had to get out there and see What was going on over there? So even our adults, our parents, like I said, not just kids, if you have any adults with any illnesses, if you don't go to try to at least make sure that the people are being treated and help the people realize these are human beings. Although they have debilitating illnesses and sicknesses, they're human beings. And like I said, they have a right to exist. So that's why I'm so passionate about it. Having a daughter and other relatives, close relatives with severe disabilities, I've seen firsthand if you're not that voice. And you don't take up the fight. You have to realize it's your fight. No one's going to get in front of you. You have to get in front of everyone else. And if you get in front of everyone else and do your best, you'll be able to live with it. I'm passionate about it because I have to look in the mirror in the morning. And when I go to bed, I have to close my eyes. So I had to do what I had to do to make myself satisfied, to be able to live with my decisions. Did you do the right thing? Did you do the best for your relatives? That's my passion. If I'm doing my best and giving it 110 I could live with myself. That's
0: awesome. That is powerful. Woo, woo! You've given us a lot to think about for sure. So, at what point, Jacqueline, did you know that this was bigger than you? This was even beyond just you wanting to help your daughter and help your relatives. At what point did you realize, man, this this is something that really needs to be addressed? I want to empower others that are dealing with either the same situation or something similar? At what point did you know that, yes, this is, I can't take this lightly. This is something that I must move forward on and go beyond what I'm doing just on a personal level, but this needs to get out.
1: I think I really began to know that it was bigger than me when I had my daughter starting at an early age and they wanted to put her in a hospital. Not put her in the hospital just to get better, but they wanted to put her in the hospital for good, I think. And the oh, school wow. with the school system, some of the teachers and even the principals, it was like it was too much for her to be in the school setting. So mm. I knew then that- against a battle because it wasn't any way that I was going to let my child go at a young age in a hospital to be raised in a hospital. I wasn't going to do that. The only way that would have happened, it was going to have to kill me. (laughs) And I know Yeah, I knew then. When you talk about putting a child in a hospital, granted, that's what hospitals are for, for people with mental problems and other disabilities. But luckily I had a great doctor, psychiatrist, and he knew he had been, he had went to Harvard and he had, I think it was Harvard, Harvard, one of the two he knew a lot about kids with different illness. And he walked me through the school system and he walked me through the healthcare system. And I would get on the phone and call him even when I wasn't going to him. If I had to go to a hospital, I would get on the phone and call him. And he really helped with the medication, prescribing the medication and helping me to talk with the teachers and everything. So I think that was the biggest thing that led me to know that it was big. Because I mean, think about it yourself and you out there listening, think about it yourself. Who has a child at a very young, age and would hope to see them being raised in a hospital. Right. That wasn't even at the back of my mind, nor the front. So that's right. Biggest. that was one of the biggest uh, things let me know then. And I always say going through it, when I was going through the journey with my daughter from a young age until she began getting older in high school. And I began to think to myself, when I get through this and I saw that she was getting better, I'm going to go out and help other parents. I'm going to go out and help other parents mm-hmm. that might be in the same situation that I'm in. Like I say it, Jacqueline, not take over their fight, but show them and try to help them and encourage them to know that you are the biggest and best advocate for your child. So if you sit back and be
0: passive, nothing's going to happen. It's going to have to start with you. Yeah. Oh, Jacqueline. Now, I could go back, you said so much, but I, I want to zero in what one of the things that you said, that, that that's key because this could be applied to whatever your platform whatever vision that you had you said that right. you weren't trying to take on their fight but you just want to empower them so they can be at their best they can advocate in their situation right. Correct. so Jacqueline is it fair to say that a visionary they have to be conscious that they don't Like you said, don't take on someone else's fight or someone else's stance on something. They should just stay in their lane, provide the information, and hopefully others will just take on whatever they need to learn or grow or receive or get the result that they're looking from that individual that's putting things out there. Is that true? Do you think that could be applied to any visionary? Yeah, right. Because for instance, someone can come to you and
1: say that, well, I don't think your child needs to be in school. I think they need to be homeschooled. I think they need to be in the hospital. They don't need to be in the home setting. They don't need to be in school. It could be a professional, but it's up to you to fight for your child and you're going to know what's best for your own child. You don't let Professionals come and tell you, you they can they can work with you and give you their advice. But that final decision needs to be you doing the best that you can do. That's what I mean by being an advocate. I went out there and fought and got the resources and all too. I didn't just sit back and do nothing. I took their advice, but I went got resources. Suppose I do this. Suppose I do that. Suppose I put in this program for a certain length of time. It was times I put my daughter in programs at hospitals for a certain length of time. But I wasn't going to sign mm-hmm. her over to a hospital to be raised in a hospital. Same way, look at adults. Sometimes you can go in a hospital and you can have something wrong with you. And you know that you need other tests ran, and the doctor don't Mm -hmm. see it that way. It's up to you and your family members to say, "No, I really would like this test done if it's all possible." You get what I'm saying? Because if you don't say nothing, it's just
0: going to go on. Well, we're not going to worry about it. Wow! In essence, you have to let your voice be heard. Yeah, like you said, you can take take the advice, but then you need to make an informed decision and possibly, like you said, do the legwork, find out your own information too. have a
1: great doctor sometimes, sometimes, and he want to go that hundred that extra mile but it's not that case all the time you know that as well as me if you with your husband or your parents or anybody sometimes you can step in yeah i'm just trying to teach people how you step in i did a lot of things wrong when i was raising my child i didn't do everything right but i learned along the way so i would
0: like to share Mm. and help other people with what i've learned see that's what i'm talking that's what a true visionary would say because i was going to say i'm sure there was trial and error along the way. But I'll ask this question, then I have one more after that. So, with the trial and error, how important is it to, like you said, you learn as you went? How important is it to swallow your pride and say, okay, that didn't work out so well, but I'm going to try something else. How important is that as a visionary when you see that, okay, there are certain things that apply to my situation, certain things that don't? how important is it to be open to fail my thought is you can fail but always fail forward foster the ability to implement right. and learn so learn from your mistakes how important is that in like yourself as an advocate uh, sometimes or a visionary sometimes go ahead you gotta swallow your own
1: pride and realize some' things gonna be best for everybody if you just say oh I made a mistake because I'm the first person to say well you were right it didn't work out let's try this way and compromise because you're not going to be right in every situation no matter what adversity you're going through you're going to need help and you're going to have to take other people advice so it's yeah, it's, it's yeah. very necessary to just swallow your pride like you said jack let's say it didn't work out can we do it this way yeah would you still consider doing it that way let me see how it'll work out always compromise yeah awesome all right so this
0: is the a- Final question. So how can you encourage someone that's ready to give up on their vision? Just share your thoughts on that, and then you can add whatever you want to add to it, and then we're going to call it a day. So, I'll give you the floor. Thank you. In a lot of things in life, you only have
1: one chance at it. If you're lucky, sometimes two chances. So, I would encourage anyone, do not give up on your vision because if you give up on your vision on what you want to do and the, the help that you want to give people, if you're going to hurt not only yourself, but you're not gonna help your family members, you're not gonna help your community. There's a beautiful scripture I like Ecclesiastics chapter three, I believe. And it says, some of the verses says, it's a time to, it's a time for peace. It's a time for war. It's the time for love. It's the time for hate. That makes me understand if you're going through any adversity in your life, that's not the time to be a shrinking violent. That's not the time to be passive about it and let other people come and try, like I said, to pick your fight up. You get out there and pick your fight up. If you fail and don't succeed at it, still keep going. Still dust yourself off and jump right back up and try to do it again. That's the simplest way I could put it, do not give up on your goal and stay focused on your goals because believe it or not, there are people out there that's waiting on you
0: waiting for you to come in and help them. Thank you. That is wonderful. Thank you so much. You've just displayed the power of perseverance, the power of owning your challenges and stepping up to the plate and turning them into opportunity. And not only just dealing with your situation, but you can turn that thing around to where you can help someone else. So, you have really given us so many things to really consider on today. So, how can someone connect with you that may be faced with some challenges that you specialize in and how could they reach you? And I know you have resources also. So what's a, what's a good place to go to reach you?
1: They can reach me on all social media sites at Your Parent Advocate, Or go to my website, www.yourparentadvocate.com. And lastly, I just wanted to say, I was trying to say on the last question, like somebody told me a long time ago, believe it or not, no matter what you're going through, do not give up. Because if you look behind you, it's always someone worse off than you are. And like somebody told me, and it's the truth, Somebody is waiting for you to stand up and help them. Just like Jacqueline, I met Jacqueline a few years ago. I wouldn't be where I'm at with my books and all. I, I'm the type of person I like to take the spotlight off of me and put it on somebody else. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's just the way I am. This lady right here, we've been together for five to 10 years, and she's been Coaching me and grooming me through my books and saying, Jack, when you're doing a great job, I went up negative about something not negative, I say, Oh, I'm not doing right. Oh, you're doing great. You're doing great. So, it's, if she wouldn't have been there in my corner, I wouldn't be sitting here today. I'm going to leave it like that. Oh, Anybody wow. need help or have a question? Just contact me on your parent advocate at your parent advocate. And if I don't have the answer, I'll try to find the
0: answer for you. Thank you. Thank you awesome. again, Jacqueline. You are so welcome. So again, we so appreciate you. And Jacqueline, you have just exceeded and excelled and by leaps and bounds. And we are just so excited for you. And again, we just admire your perseverance, your tenacity, and most of all, the love that you have for, not only for your family, your love. God, he knew the special person that he would have to stand in the gap for individuals. And and so we we are glad that you are walking in in your calling and uh, you just got so much more in you. So we're excited to see everything that you're doing. All right. Thank you again, Jacqueline. So there you have it. We had the one and the only author, Jacqueline Levy. And definitely, again, you can go to www.yourparentadvocate.com to just check out the resources that she has. And she has some amazing programs and books. She has some wonderful books that could really help you get through if you you face the I say it's an opportunity to be a blessing to a loved one or family member or, or a friend. And it will encourage you to and inspire you to just keep moving forward in all that you're doing. And then also, again, as she stated, she could be reached at Your Parent Advocate on all social media. She's always giving tips and providing strategies for parents. And then also her email is your parentadvocate at gmail.com. All right. Remember, you can do that thing that God has specifically designed you to do. You can do it. You can do what he's created you to do. And always, always remember to live on purpose. Hopefully your divine purpose and destiny. We hope you're inspired to always be open to make a difference. Don't forget to leave a comment, Like, subscribe, or share this podcast, calling all leaders to join us at the Matrix of Leadership Conference 2023, held at the Beach House Resort on Hilton Head Island, South Carolina, October the 12th through the 15th. You don't want to miss networking opportunities, personal and business development, and a chance to relax on a beautiful beach. But if you can't, join us in person how about joining us for the MOLC 23 live virtual experience to learn more go to worthbeingology.com forward slash MOLC 23 LP stay tuned be blessed and we hope to see you there and always remember to live on purpose hopefully your divine purpose and destiny